Wednesday. What up, super dope? Except not so super dope, because this episode was supposed to be out on Monday. Uh, and then I was like, fuck, I'm late. Tuesday's fine. And then Tuesday came, and I was like, let's get this out today, Holmes. And then I went to do it, and I realized something. Uh, the last 20 minutes of this episode, totally fucked. Uh, we ran into some difficult, uh, difficult technical, what am I, Jesus. We ran into some technical difficulties. Uh, so the last 15 minutes of this episode um, are gonzo, basically. Uh, we did stream it on Instagram Live, um, but I think even by that point we were over an hour. So basically when the sound cuts out is, is when Instagram cut out. So um, regardless, if you ever want to watch those things live, um, go follow us on Instagram at Um, uh, So here's the episode, right? So spoilers are plenty for sure. Uh, it's been two weeks. If you haven't seen it by now, you probably don't give that much of a shit. So, um, spoilers for Avengers Endgame incoming. Um, on the other side of this discussion, it's me, Brandon, Feds, and uh, our friend Colin. Uh, new to the show. He's cool dude, I guess. I, I met him. He did great. Um, I feel bumming that we, we lost the last 20 minutes of his first episode with us. So, uh, this is probably the biggest tech snafu we've, we've bumped into outside of my general lack of production skills in general. So, all that said, um, I will pick up on the other side of this audio and let you know kind of how we wrapped it real quick, just for sake of completeness. Um, additionally, a uh, new episode of Super Dope Plus Ultra is up on the Patreon for free. Um, I think I'm going to try to start releasing episodes uh, every Wednesday for free for you guys to go check out. We are doing the daily Death Note stuff Monday, Tuesday, now Thursday and Friday. And then that Wednesday will be a, a free pod, free extra one uh, from the friggin' dozens of ones that we've got just kind of backlogged and recorded and waiting to go out. So, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for checking us out. I will talk with you all soon. Super dope. And before I forget, happy birthday, Mark Cooper! up! Do you? Did we use this on the last Dragon Ball episode? We... Yeah, man. It's a new intro. Duke Silver featuring weird inserts. <laughs> Mark Cooper. Mark Cooper actually just got fucking a management job today. Where? I don't want to talk about it. Can't talk. It's not my, news. It's not my news to drop. I forgot we were in public. My bad. Okay. Hey, super hey. dope. Super dope. Super dope. I'm over here. Uh, that's Feds. That's Brandon. Wave hi, Brandon. And that's Colin. Hey. New to the show, Colin. I'm so, very happy to be here. I'm excited. Yeah, well, we got pizza rolls. We got some Doritos. We got some beers. And we're talking about Avengers Endgame today. Uh, spoilers. 100%. So, yep. last week I had to give, like, my spoiler-free review. Mm. And in the two and a half minutes I talked about the movie, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a spoiler-free section real quick. Anyway, uh, blah, 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 blah. And I gave up like fucking five spoilers in the 30 seconds I talked about it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. All right. What are you, I, Tom Holland now? It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. But like, you know that part? <laughs> There's a really cool part. Yeah. But, but like, no, I didn't even have that much restraint. It's no, no restraint whatsoever. So today we're going to be talking full-fledged spoilers. So nobody can complain. If you're on the Instagram feed watching us now, you can't complain about anything. 
If you haven't seen it by this point, what are you doing? Exactly. It's yeah. been out for a full week as of yesterday. And what is it? Didn't the director say Monday's like the deadline anyway? Um, is I don't know there what a... he said. I saw it. I, am, he I did say. He I don't know what they meant mo- by he that. He said but... Monday was like the deadline. Right. So there's like a deadline associated with the hashtag don't spoil the endgame. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I respect it and I understand it, but Christ... Wow, when you've got a hashtag with a, an expiration an expiration date in mind. So especially live audience, this is your last chance. Yeah, spoilers so begin live, now. No, you got nothing. You got nothing at all. So um, great, all of our friggin' fans just left. Yeah, that's they fine. all left. Nah, that's fine. Uh, we've got a few people watching, but nobody's. So which is fine because I don't give a shit. I mean, I do. You guys are cool, but what I mean <laughs> is that. I don't need the audience to be asking questions at this point. Uh, maybe later on, if people do have some questions they want to drop. Yeah. Um, but what I want to do today is I don't want to break down a three-hour fucking movie synopsis because... Fuck that. You, yeah, we got shit to do. <laughs> I think it's Friday night. Just fuck that. Uh, some grown-ass men in our 30s. We should probably have better things to do on a Friday night. Um, I don't, but thank you guys for entertaining me, for you know, coming over and doing a podcast on a Friday night. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'd be talking about Endgame regardless of what I was doing. So, <laughs> Plus, I have to leave before Crystal gets here so she doesn't, you know, murder me. She won't. She's working late tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Oh, I gotta have work early. What the fuck? Who's this dickhead in my driveway? <laughs> no, I don't think oh, she'll know it's me. She I've, might. I've been there before. That's true. That's true. <laughs> She's never cursed about it before, so I, don't, I think you're in the clear, man. Because... Okay. So... We're not going to do synopsis, but what I do want to do, because this is a movie that very much rewards the long-term viewers of the films throughout the last 11 years. Um, so much of this movie, you could sit there and... Uh, I said, I think this is what I said when I tried to do my spoiler-free thing that had some spoilers in it, but I edited out the spoilers. I think what I said was you could sit there and count Easter eggs throughout this movie. The entire thing, start to finish. Yeah. So we're going to oh, talk yeah. about some of the Easter eggs today. Um, but it definitely rewards its long-term um, viewers of all of these films. But it's also an enjoyable movie for a more casual uh, casual viewer of these films who um, might not understand that that line that just made me fucking weep openly is, you know, a callback to Captain America, the first Avenger. But they're like, oh, that's a funny little haha. Yep. Okay. Moving on in the story. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't affect like the ability to view the movie if you haven't watched all the previous films. You pretty much have had to have seen Infinity War, I guess. Yeah. But even if you haven't, I mean, you understand the emotional resonance just in that first scene when Hawkeye loses his whole fucking family. I, that, to me, like I said, I didn't even expect that as the beginning of the movie. That that came on so fast. I got one trailer, and that came on so fast that I was like, oh. This must be like a weird, like, you know, trailer for a Hawkeye something or other. And it was like, oh, oh, that, oh, oh, this is the movie now. Oh, okay, we're, we're, we're in this. We're, we're going. I went with Carlton, which, oh, no. by the way, mistake. But, oh, dude. did he cry the whole time? No, 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 oh. no. Opposite, oh. opposite kind of mistake. He just showed up and was like, what the fuck? Who cares about these marbles? Hey, is that Jean Grey? I'm like, no, you dickhead. Oh, That's Captain God. Marvel. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure she looks just like Jean Grey? I'm like, I will fucking murder you when uh, you sit. Tons of fun. I didn't. But why I does he it. have to be the way he is? Wow, nailed it. Yeah. Um, but when the Hawkeye scene does open up, yeah. Uh, I was, I was like, a few, I mean, the one thing that Carlton brought to the table in that first viewing of Endgame was that he drove <laughs> me to the theater. Okay. <laughs> So I was like three beers deep. 
Okay. I know what you're thinking. Why are you drinking beers before three Dude, why risk breaking the seal? You know what? I didn't drink liquids like 12 hours before the movie. (laughs) Seriously. It's because, man. I'm okay. Okay. I know I was going to say it more than once. Okay. Which I have. So, tons of fun's there, but like, I'm like really animated and excited. So that Hawkeye scene opens up. And the second I saw it, I knew what was going on. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Every time a scene opened up, like my brain just kind of like played the chess match out. And I'm like, oh, no, I know how this is going to go. And like I audibly reacted like the people behind me in the theater must have wanted to pour popcorn all over my fucking head, man. (laughs) First thing I did. Oh, no. Couldn't help it, man. I I knew um, that watching Hawkeye watch his family get dusted was going to hurt me deeply that sucked um so we're not gonna do synopsis even though we just started with the first fucking scene of the movie uh let's talk a couple different categories i want to talk about all right so like just to give you guys the rundown here so we can kind of think about what we might want to um think about how you may want to organize your thoughts or whatever okay i want to talk about the completed character arcs of that we see in this movie okay all right we definitely got some finality in a lot of different uh characters worlds some people they leave the door open for them to come back we'll talk about that a little bit um we'll talk about some of those favorite easter eggs and callbacks um you pointed out some tremendous ones about the soundtrack yeah i had no fucking idea about um so we will uh break those down and you can talk you know you can flex some musica that's portuguese for music musica which sounds just like musica which is basically spanish right sure i think so la musique is french Fucking <clears throat> go back to French class. Biggest surprises. I want to talk about that because, as much as we all predicted about this movie, um, and had like theories and plot lines as to how it was gonna play out, there was a lot of things in this movie that just made you go, "Yo, fuck, no, shit." For sure, super. Like yeah. jump out of your I'll, seat. Surprises. I'll throw down right away. Yeah. Um, also, um, the future. Uh, basically, what does this movie? maybe make an active attempt to try to set up in the future in terms of the MCU, maybe phase four, even further than phase four. Cause there are sure. things that I'm seeing in this movie that could set up a Marvel film. Yeah. 15 fucking years from now that yeah. I love to see. Um, and then let's see favorite scene. Oh yeah. All right. All right. This is a good question for us to start before we get into the overarching character arc here or the ending of it. Um, how many times did you guys cry? Uh, feds, we'll start with you. Three. You died. You cried three times. Yep. Okay, Colin. It's it's two or three. Yeah. It's it's all in the the last uh, probably half hour of the movie. Okay. So three, three, three. I'd say three. Yeah. I'd say probably about four and a half. Four and a half. All right. Yeah. Just a half like teary eyes or yeah. <laughs> it was getting moist, but I was say, <laughs> weird thing that happened. I was in the movie theater and like the last third of the movie, some guy was like right in front of me cutting onions. I swear it was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Damn ninjas, man. Damn ninjas! Yep. I cried um, I, the first time. I I cried like six times. <laughs> you I would. cried before the movie started. <laughs> you would. I did. It was I over. cried like six times. <laughs> um, and then the second time I saw it, I cried like three times. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Better to go down. Improvement. Than go up. Yeah, for real. I did cut it in half. Um, so before the the character <clears throat> thing, then what of all the crying what would you say got you the worst like what was the most memorable memorable cry that you had while watching endgame fedzy uh probably when uh 
Peter goes up to Iron Man mm. like as he's like dying. Ooh, that was ooh, that, that was one that oh, hit yeah. me a lot. Oh, dude, oh, like fuck, I need yeah. another Dead beer. Iron yeah. Man can't say anything. Did you not bring in an additional beer? I did not bring the additional beers. I'm still halfway in this one though. All right, fine. Feds has got a. Feds has got a clear to shot to the door. He's got a shot <laughs> yeah, to I the do. Door. All right. I do. So Peter and Iron Man, Colin. The the two distinct times are very different. Uh, the one was you know when they all start coming through the portals and all like everyone yeah. that you've seen over the last eleven yeah. years mm-hmm. just yeah. teams up and of course you know the Avengers assemble moment. Oh, From then right. on, yeah. I'm gonna cry again right now. <laughs> to the end of the movie, that was just like happy crying. It was like I can't believe I'm watching this. It, right. It's just like it's a moment in right. time you're never gonna forget. Yeah. And right. then. And then obviously very different, uh, you know, the whole the Viking funeral at the very end. Yeah. That was just the music was absolutely spot on. And I've been listening to the, the soundtrack ever since that nice. movie came out. Yeah, uh, it's just it's unbelievable. It got me. Brandon. I just got goosebumps uh, thinking about that that scene. Right, and it wasn't like te- like I, I had think, tears down my face. It was crazy. I think for me, probably the the Black Widow mm. death yeah. scene. Forgot about that. I feel borderline guilty with how much that didn't um, get me because when they got there together, I was like, "Oh no, they gotta go to Vormir." Well, we all know who's fucking walking out of this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Black Widow. Yeah. I, I, I guess I was most attracted to the Black Widow character beyond Scarlett Johansson's hot. Right. That I feel like she was kind of the darkest character and had like kind of maybe the shittiest past and so for her to give herself up without like the chance of a future like that sucked pretty hardcore Mm. um i would also say in a similarity i was pretty happy crying when when scarlet witch came back yeah. Oh like, yeah. She's gonna. That was awesome. She's gonna wreck that motherfucker. Yep. She's, she's gonna. And she did. <laughs> That's the thing. She, like she won that. You know, she had it won until you know. She fucking let's fire. let's fuck this yes. motherfucker. Oh, like, that was the one time where they're like, all right, the Marvel Cinematic Universe really needs uh, Scarlet Witch to be super powerful in this moment. Yeah. And it's like, thankfully, Scarlet Witch is pretty fucking powerful. Yeah. yeah let's yeah. let her flex for a minute. Let's she just does. let let's let her fuck shit up. Is it just so. me or because we uh, when she was introduced in Avengers at uh, Ultron, she had she was completely Russian. You know, she had that yeah, heavy she had accent. No accent. Yeah, and then she completely got rid of it. But Is I, it just me or when she came back in this movie, like it was back just like a little bit? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I heard a little bit of it. Maybe she was that pissed. Like, like, yeah, in pissed. reality, what, she's just she... got no idea like what accent she's trying to do anymore. She just like smashes <laughs> it all together. <laughs> was she Russian or Sokovian? Sokovian. I, yeah. Whatever. It what wasn't fucking John. Quicksilver's accent in Age of Ultron. <laughs> oh, okay. Whoa, what, you can't keep up? See? <laughs> it sounded like he was from fucking... <laughs> and all of that's... Kazakhstan, dude. All of that's weird to me because the movie they did before was Godzilla. Where they were a married couple. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Mm, huh. and Aaron Taylor Johnson and and Elizabeth Olsen. So the next movie, they're now brother and sister. I was like, whoa, white stripes, chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so of all the crying moments, of all the crying moments, most definitely, it's the cheeseburgers line with Happy Hogan uh. and Morgan Stark at the end, man. And like, like I said. It rewards the longtime uh, viewer of the of the movie. Like if you never saw or didn't recall that scene from the first Iron Man movie, you were just like, "Oh, that's still a heartwarming moment between Tony's best friend and you know his four or five year old daughter who 
is mourning the death of her father. But like, dude, if you remember that line, that shit just oh, yeah. hits you tenfold, and it literally kicked me in the balls, and yeah, I, I literally, lucky. I just I went ah. Like the people around me again must have thought that I was like there was something wrong with me with the way that I audibly reacted to this film throughout three hours. Like tears openly streamed at that point. That part got me. Was was um Colby Smulders at the fucking she she was. was. That's what I thought. Agent Maria Hill. Because the one like the one spoiler I saw before the movie was like somebody was pissy that that Agent Hill wasn't in the movie. And I was like Towards the end, I was like, "Oh, that's her!" Like, I get that she wasn't like in the movie. I think the official count was was seventy four Marvel heroes, quote unquote, making an appearance in the film. Yeah, and like Maria Hill would fall into that category of hero. Yeah, yeah, seventy four. That's insane. No one appreciate that. Three hours long. Um, even like the Wasp, like she's got one line, and it's a great line. Another Easter egg line of calling Captain America Cap, and. That's all she gets. Like she that's has like awesome. a couple other things where she like walks across the screen. Yeah, that lady she Avengers has a big scene. moment where she's supposed to get the van. But like she doesn't have any speaking roles. But like she's still pretty integral to the. I mean, integral in that you know Scott Lang is the reason we were able to figure this whole damn thing out. Yeah, and she's on the sidelines and able to help him coordinate that part of it. But like she's on the periphery for the purposes of this film. That's why she's only got the one line. You see her for probably less than a full minute throughout this movie. Yeah, Seventy four yeah, yeah. different heroes. Jesus H Christ. So with seventy four different people vying for some screen time, obviously you got to write some people out. That's called a professional fucking segue. Yeah. There are some people in this movie who have a very um, complete complete feeling, a finality to the character arc. Uh, obviously, Tony Stark and Captain America; those are the two big ones and the obvious mm-hmm. ones. Yep. Um, I think yep. Lesser talked about is is Black Widow. Yep, she's done. Um, mm. But also, I would argue, and this one kind of works but kind of doesn't work um i would also argue that thor had a very big um you know completeness to his arc throughout Definitely. these the, the the beginning of these movies you know see i don't think so you don't think so i mean i think he's still gonna go try to find loki uh, no. no 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 i don't think he knows there's no loki to find loki's dead man i mean there's like a loki in that alternate reality but, who right. took off with the cosmic cube do you think and when they did the end of the movie and the guardians of the galaxy are heading out do you think they're going to try and find gamora yes yeah but that's exactly dead. what it is 2014 gamora no she's 20, in this timeline 2014 gamora is still in the current timeline yep how she got brought over with thanos's army when they come from 2014 no i know to but she would have disintegrated i thought she disintegrated oh i mean i don't think that they have definitively said either way they, they leave it they ambiguous? teased it at the end all you saw was like her on the screen and said searching i think that's right. just too much of a hint that she's yeah. still there yeah see i thought even though she was like she turned good with nebula ne- Not the work, past work the handsome more. Work the handsome yeah. more. You'll Not get past that. Nebula, but current Nebula. Like even though she like joined sides with her, I think like because she came over with Thanos's army, she was she. It's, it's she a possibility, but I I would imagine that. So that means She's, both Gamoras are gone. I mean, even if she was part of Thanos's army, but no, nah, I was gonna say still still could be a fifty fifty shot, but no, it wouldn't be. No. Either way, it, it's heavily hinted that she's out there, and I imagine that Guardians Three is going to be about yeah Peter Quill yeah, trying so. to find his what is girlfriend. Star Trek from, Three now, the search for Spock. Like. Yeah, the search for Gamora from nine years ago, who's now in our current timeline. Wild stuff. Um, uh, so what I guess of those four there, um, which one of these resonated with you guys the most? Cap. 
Tony Stark, Black Widow, and I guess I'll reserve Thor for myself, although Colin, you said Thor too, right? Yeah, and I was going to throw someone in the ring. I think Nebula had a great arc in this movie. Yeah, she I, Yeah. Absolutely. But I like yeah. the way, way to bring her character front. Yeah, yeah. So Nebula has a phenomenal arc in this movie. I guess I, sh- I guess the preliminary for and Thor doesn't fit in because it's heavily rumored now that Hemsworth is going to be sticking around. Yeah. For at least Phase Four of the MCU, but Evans, Robert Downey Jr., Scarlett Johansson, the future of her character is is done. Hopefully, we'll see whatever that prequel is. I don't know if it's an origin story or yeah. not. Yeah, it, it's that's why I heard it's supposed to be in like an origin. I wish it, I wish they'd honestly set the movie in that five year gap between the snap and yeah. them bringing them all back and her just, running Avengers on the West Coast, got like a secret Avengers West Coast style, sitting in the office just eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> Yo, her job's a lot more than that. Don't be fucking rude. And it was just peanut butter sandwiches. It was just peanut no butter. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, jelly. <laughs> throw it off Captain America's head. So, f- of of those four, let's say, who you oh, got? And I, Hawkeye. I'm him going too. with Cap. Cap uh, fucked with the hardest. Yeah, because of him handing off the shield to Sam at the end and everything. So like, right? Yeah, bit of a surprise. But I feel like he got a deserved ending. Which, yes, he did. Uh, he like did. I was ready to. I was ready to watch him die. And then, yeah, I yeah. I had comp- and that would have been tough to watch, but an even tougher thing to watch or I don't know if it was tougher but like an even more emotional thing to watch is him actually getting the ending he deserves go back live a life with Peggy Carter yep oh yeah and do his thing like they they did definitely do the nice guy ending they didn't do the mean guy ending what would the mean guy ending would have been <laughs> yeah. that would have been him like, dying getting yeah oh got it. No. him like getting you know killed got it um yeah Cap there's a lot of people who are not thrilled with how that wrapped. Um, I personally, and I'm surprised. I thought it was, I thought it was a moss. I, I, that was I awesome. thought it was great. I don't know if they, they nailed it. I don't know if they're unhappy with like what happened or the ramifications of what happened. Uh, and I would how assume that's what it is, timeline wise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think people are pissed because he just now definitively interfered with the timeline. You know. But like it's so hard to follow. Like they they go several times throughout the movie to be like, this ain't Back to the Future two, man. Like yeah. this is gonna divert out into an alternate timeline. So for people to have an issue, and I I, I don't know, man. I'd want to be able to like watch the movie more, I guess, to to think more about it. But this is the way that I understood the Cap thing to wrap, right? Yeah, he's got to go return the stones. So the moments in time just before. That the Avengers take. So there's now a third Captain America running around 2012 New York City who's returning the stone that Shit, the second Captain right. America oh, yeah. just stole from the first Captain America who just got done capturing Loki after the invasion of the Satari in New York. Like, there's three Captain Americas running around one fucking city block at a certain point. So yeah. he goes back and puts it back in time so that way there's no divergent timeline, alternate, whatever. Who knows what happens with Loki at that point? Yeah. And I imagine that Loki series will be... Yeah, I was just going to say, that's exactly how they're going to handle it yeah. in this yeah. new series. Yeah. That's what it's going to be about. So it'll shoot off into an alternate timeline. So yeah. Captain America deciding to stay then, in my brain, uh, diverges an alternate timeline where he stays with Peggy Carter yeah. for the 70 years or whatever. And plus, um, the bald lady got very upset with Hulk. She's like, you got to return. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring this back. This is mine. What'd you call her? The bald lady? Yeah. The bald lady, yeah. Bald yeah. Tilda She's Swinton. Bald. Bald Tilda Swinton. She she's very um not like in the beach. I don't know what the beach is. Nineties Leonardo DiCaprio movie about drugs and sex and Leo. So does she have hair and not a bald cap? Yes. 
Yeah, I imagine that's way more uh, enjoyable. To she does sleep. not look like the weird bald lady from Star Trek One. So she, <laughs> he goes back with that Stark tech to be able to navigate the GPS, right? Yeah. Within that first hour of him, whatever, not coming back, he probably ditched the watch, stashed it somewhere, counted the days down, knew that he was going to have to travel till whenever to be able to be in that alternate timeline on the bench to give the shield back. It's just, ah, there's just so much going on, but I can understand how people want to like try to poke holes in the theory. It's, I just would ask people to suspend their fucking disbelief in this shit for a minute and remember that it's a, I think it's one of those things where like, if the more you think about it, the more it's going to get complicated and you're not going to be happy about it. So just try not to think about it and enjoy everything else that happened. Yeah. In terms of the finality of what he got, it fits and it made me weep like a little girl. And then he hands off the shield to his best friend, Sam. That was awesome. So good. Not his other best friend, Bucky. Bucky was cool with it though. You know why Bucky knows that in this Marvel cinematic universe, he's got way too much blood on his hands to be fucking taking up the mantle of Captain America. Some of the most gruesome shit that's happened in the MCU has happened at the hand of Bucky Barnes and him being Captain America. Probably not the best call. Uh, Colin, which character fuck with you the most in terms of their final the finality of their arc sidebar for a second sure. sam wilson do we call him captain falcon now Ooh, american just falcon. saying yeah, american falcon <laughs> i would i would opt for captain falcon but i feel like i guess if and they, they're doing a bucky and, and cap or bucky and Falcon. i almost call, i just called them cap see blackton america god damn it Jeez. brandon good one though uh, they're doing a Sam and Bucky um, Disney Plus TV show. I can't wait. He'll uh, he'll make a cameo in the new Shaft movie. I'm gonna fucking throw a shoe at you, man. Well, I'm not George Bush. You're right. You're not agile enough to dodge shoes. If I were to throw them at you, <laughs> dude. The best part about George Bush dodging those shoes, right? <laughs> oh Jesus! Is he dodges the first one? And then he pops back up and then he dodges the second one. <laughs> and like, he's so impressed with himself that you can like see the reaction on his face just be like, hey, hey. <laughs> the original Matrix. Oh my God, dude, that's the best part. Um, I'll call him Cap, Captain America, not Blackton America, where the fuck you said. Dickhead. Black and Tan America. Disney Plus. The whole idea of Disney Plus, man, like I'm already ready to cancel my Netflix account. Oh, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a fucking clothing line for like, you know, weightier children. <laughs> they call them husky. Yeah. Like when you can't go to fucking, you know, Walmart to get clothes, you got to go to Disney Plus. <laughs> Where did you shop for clothes as a kid, Brandon? Plus, plus choices for plus size children. Where did you shop for clothes as a kid, Brandon? Uh, Kmart. Cool. Yeah. Now I go to Kohl's. Because I'm cool with it. Wow. <laughs> I miss Kmart. I haven't I seen one of those in dude, like 10 there's years. One in, there's one in fucking Somerville. Where's that? Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, it's, it's off the uh, island. I have no idea where it next is. Next to Cambridge in Massachusetts. Anyway, so <laughs> closure. So yeah, which which which? Well, my go-to answer is Cap because you know that's his arc is almost what this movie is about. But for the sake of differences, I'll say Thor. But just because I I love how they handled his his arc and his direction in this movie, you see him 
you know, when they first find him in uh, New Asgard, he's, you know, he's he's fat. Um, <laughs> he's clearly using comedic humor as a sort of shield as to what he's going through, which is, you know, ever since the events of the end of Infinity War happened, he's clearly had this just immense, immense guilt to deal with, and you can see how he deals with it, and it's just really, really interesting. It's interesting, too, because a friend of mine equated um, Thor to having PTSD. For sure. Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so in a complete slap of the face to that, I thought his PTSD carried the movie with lighthearted moments. It's terrible because he but... fought through it with you know he masked with... that crippling depression right. with him. It was lighthearted, but and there beer. was a weight to it at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could feel it. Wait. Also, honorable mention, I'll say Hawkeye because he had mm, yeah. the redemption story of a lifetime. No I just one love about Jeremy him. Renner yelling Japanese and then the subtitles <laughs> coming up. Pop, pop, pop. I love the way they did the typeset and the subtitle in the movie. Right, they did awesome. it really well. Right, um, Thor though. That one hit me. And that scene where he goes back in time and he sees his mom and his mom automatically knows like, wow, the future's not been kind to you. And he tries to play it off like, no, nah, it's cool. Everything's fine. I'm totally the Thor, you know. Are you the cable man? <laughs> and he's like, just that moment when she's like, I'm a witch, you know, like, I know that you're from my, I know that you're my son from another time. And he just goes, I'm totally your son from another time. <laughs> but like, he's ready to fucking fall awesome. his brains out because he's seeing his dead mom. Right. Yeah. Oh my the God. The day she's going to get killed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I love when he tries to tell her and she's like, no, this is this your is... future to fix, not yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. I think the low key MVP of this movie, low key, low, ooh, low key. Ooh. I didn't even mean for that to happen, but the low key MVP of this movie is Rocket Raccoon, man. Right? Yeah. Like, he goes back in that thing with Thor and he's like being his emotional custodian, just being like, dude, get your fucking act together. Aren't you drunk enough? I love that Thor brings road sodas wherever <laughs> he goes. I'm just, I, the only thing in deference to that, though, I'm just pissed that we didn't get an honorable rabbit mention. We did. We did. We did. He said it once, did. right? Yeah, when the ro when when Rocket gets chased through yeah. the palace, okay. the Asgardians chasing him go, "Get that rabbit! <laughs> Somebody get that rabbit!" Oh, yeah, yeah. runs awesome. itself to the joke. Like Asgardians just think that raccoons look like rabbits, rabbits. and Asgardian rabbit looks like a raccoon. I guess. I don't know. Uh, um, what was that? That was my Facebook messenger. Hello. Hello. So, uh, the words probably my pick as well. But what do you got? Um, as much as I hate to say it, the Black Widow arc. Really? Yeah. What about it? Well, I mean... I didn't expect anyone to pick that one. I'm honestly surprised none of us pick Iron Man, it, so I'll pick Iron Man, but... It, it sucks that, you know, she dies, um, but, you know, like I was saying earlier, I think there's so much darkness that surrounds her that it was closure that she dies for a noble cause, so that some... She can't have a family... So she so, dies to be able to bring so back the family she, that she had or yeah, knew. Yeah, she sacrifices herself so that another family could return. I didn't even think about that. Right? Yeah. You know, it, it sucks, but she she dies for a noble cause. And, you know, they mentioned at the end of the movie, I wish she were here to, you know, see that it works. And, yeah. you know, someone's like, oh, no. She, she knows. She'll know. She'll yeah. know. You know. They know. It's, yeah. it's Wanda and, and Hawkeye. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and so it, it, it's like, you know, it sucks, but I think her, her death is vindicated because, you know, 
what she specifically killed herself for happened, you know. She was able to get Hawkeye's family back and everyone's family back, per se. But to her at that moment, that was the most important, you know. So I think the Black Widow one just kind of gets swept up because the Tony Stark one and the Cap one, those have always been like the 1A and 1B faces of the franchise. Black Widow is basically a plot point to serve getting to the end of the film to be able to get the stone. That's why it gets... And plus, you don't don't get like a a funeral for her like you do with Tony Stark at the end of the film. So you don't even have a chance to really grieve. Like it happens and you're like, all right, now we've got other shit to do. And by that time, it happened so long ago. Exactly. That, you know... Yeah, I feel and, like she doesn't get the comeuppance that she deserves for I'm just the sacrifice she made. Overall, happy that her role in the movies was, you know, kind of increased throughout. Like she plays an integral role in Civil War by, you know, letting people go. She plays an integral role in, you know, Infinity War. She's big in um, Winter Soldier. She's big in Winter um, Soldier. I think she's big in every movie since I think Iron she's Man in too. Every movie that Rus- the Russo brothers directed. Yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War. Yeah, and obviously Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, I think she's and a then, cool character to be able to play around with, just because like she's got a dark like history that you don't always know everything about, but gets fleshed out in Ultron. Yeah, um, I feel like Ultron is like the redheaded stepchild of the Avengers movie. That was oh, a weird movie. That definitely. was complicated as fuck. Mm-hmm. It was, man. It was a complicated movie. That was like uh... it's one that I want to go back and watch now that I've watched Endgame a couple of times. But I feel like a lot of things in Ultron probably hinted toward things in Endgame. My only problem with Ultron is I just feel like it's it's the first step towards Civil War, and it's almost like if you took it out and just had Civil War... It would have been fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and what? Ultron was essentially created When I think of Civil fight War, Thanos, I think of right? it as an Avengers movie, not as a Captain America movie. That's the weird thing. It yeah, is. It is a, it's not a Captain America movie. It's not. It's, it's, it's basically Avengers 2.5. Because yeah. what is it? Uh, I think Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr. has more screen time in Civil War than Captain America does. Oh, uh, I don't know that for a fact, but yeah, that actually wouldn't shock me to, if that yeah. was the case. Um, yeah, Black Widow kind of gets shaft, but she's been an important character throughout. I, I guess because nobody else picked him, I'm going to go Tony Stark was a very satisfying character arc for me. Sure. Um, just to be able to have him start. And actually, the one thing that I really like that I don't think has been talked about, at least in things that I've listened to and, and heard about uh, over the last week, that scene where he goes back to camp, wherever the fuck in New Jersey, where yeah, yeah, yeah. in nineteen seventy, yeah. where his father is, yeah, and he is, uh, he has the interaction with Howard Stark, yeah, and Howard Stark says the most poignant fucking line of the film: "Seldom have I been able to put my own self interest mm. above the greater good." Yeah, that was awesome. And it's such like a throwaway, like quickly delivered line, like RDJ does. You know, Howard Stark does it in that same yeah, yeah. quick, nothing, comical kind of. Re- so you don't think much of it. But holy shit, man! Watching the movie the second time when he said it, I it stood out to me, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is what Tony Stark's gonna do in an hour. Yeah, He's yeah, gonna yeah. put his own, uh, you know, the greater good above his own self." Yeah, not only that, but it takes you back to the original Avengers when Cap is like, "You're not the guy to put yourself in yeah. front of the, You're the not enemy the guy line, to dive on the yeah. grenade or whatever." Yeah. So the idea that by the end of this movie he has to do exactly that. And some people were really upset with the idea that all of a sudden Stark tech has, a, has evolved over the course of five years to be able to wield Infinity Stones. I guess that's... Well, they went from weapons to clean energy. 
But five years, man. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess a lot of things can happen in five years, but that the whole Stark tech being able to wield Infinity thing is the one. It's the one thing where I was like, "Ooh, really? Yeah." All of a sudden, um, whatever. I can overlook that because the movie was very great. Yeah, I was able to pass on that one. Yeah, for was, sure. Yeah, you can you can work in fucking little passes like that. Yeah. Um, well, and again, you know, it's there's so much going on in the movie. Yeah, unless you sit and think about it, it's not, you know. Yeah, don't be a jack off. You can say it, Brandon. No, no, no. I wasn't gonna say that. No, say it. No, say I, it. I'm just saying. Like, say, don't be a jack off. Don't be a jack off. Say it like you mean it. Don't be a jack off. Don't be a jack off. I just have the urge to sing corn again. Something takes a part of me. Something takes a part of me. All right, so <laughs> the Tony Stark one is the most on the nose. I don't think we got to do any more diving right. than that. I mean, sure. It sure. sucked to see him half charred. I mean, we knew it was going to happen. I'm also surprised that he was able to, like, I don't know, not immediately die. Like the Hulk yeah, snapped that was his a little entire weird. body. Yeah. Just and now parts it's like of it were all... in like chicken coop. Fire. By that line of thinking, like how quickly it fucked up the Hulk, you would think it would have absolutely obliterated Tony Stark. But yeah. Hey, again, Stark Tech. Stark Tech, man. <laughs> that shit's amazing. Um, all right. What was favorite Easter eggs, callbacks to old movies? Um fucking some idea. I mean, the more on the nose ones, right? I am Iron Man. Uh, duh. Mm. Uh, I can do this all day. When Captain oh, America that was so Captain Yeah, that was my yeah, favorite I know. One. It was dope as <laughs> That was my favorite one. I, I love that, that one. That was cool. But I feel like that's one of the good ones where it's like, even if you haven't seen a quarter of the movies, if you've seen a few of the movies, you might remember that line because that line is off reference. Um, so that's one of the funnier ones where like I got a, a pretty good... Uh, Taking All the Stupid With You, that's yep, the that one that, that really fucked me up. Um um, favorite Easter eggs callbacks. Uh, Brandon, we'll, we'll reverse it the other way. Brandon, I'm not deeply enough into the MCU to recall. Um, however, I'd like to shout out when uh, Robert or when uh, Tony Stark uh, called uh, Thor Big Lebowski. Huh. Awesome. One side Lebowski. Yeah, that that was pretty pretty funny to me, and you know, just all the kind of like fat. References were just great, you know. <laughs> we just like watching Thor. You like watching like the alpha male jock type, oh, ripped was, cut yeah. God of Thunder get all of a sudden get fat five years later because he's spiraled into like, a again, crippling it, it depression. Was, it was terrible. <laughs> You're a terrible fucking person, yeah, Brandon. It was terrible. Because How dare he's you? Suffering from PTSD. You really leaned into that Schadenfreude, you bastard. But like, I mean, you know, the fact that Rocket can get him to go back to New York or back to the Avengers because there's beer there. <laughs> like there's beer in the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind? Of what beer? kind? Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's kind of funny to me. And and it was you know, it was great just to like kind of see all that. So, so wait a minute. I asked you for an Easter egg and you said Fat Thor was the Easter egg. Is that what well, we're the, at? No, the Lebowski reference. Oh, the Lebowski reference. Yeah. Got it. All right. Well, I don't know if I'm going to give you the pass on the callback thing, so I might come back to you. It's fucking. All right. That's whack as fuck. Colin, what do you got, man? I'm I'm struggling a little bit because there's there was a million of them, and as the the more I think about it, the, the more I think of just one that was like every single minute it felt like had one. The best has to be um, Cap wielding Mjolnir. 
Oh man. And I'm surprised we haven't even talked about that. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be under surprises, surprises. but yeah. I was gonna no, say um, me, yeah. and then when Thor sees him, he's like, I knew it. I oh knew my it. god, that was awesome. And then it calls back to Ultron again, because that's the one yep. where they all right. try exactly, to all exactly. It was just one of those moments where all of the oxygen in the theater was taken out immediately and everyone was like leaning forward like they couldn't believe what they were seeing again it was just another one of those moments it was amazing oh man i'm getting fucking amped just thinking about it so that begs the question though does that mean an age of ultron does that mean captain america was just like was he not faking? picking it up faking it because he didn't want thor to feel bad about himself or my opinion was mjolnir just like yeah you're kind of worthy but you're not worthy right now You'll be worthy when the time comes. I've seen a couple different theories. Number one was he didn't want to move it, and he realized he could. The other is that he's not worthy quite yet, and he becomes worthy in Civil War when he finally tells Tony that he knew about Bucky killing his parents. Oh. That's the other one I've heard. I like that one. I mean, could it be also that Milner has been replaced with the axe? Like, how did Milner come back anyway? I forgot. He took it from the timeline. He took it from the timeline. Yeah, and before he leaves, he's like, bye, Mom, you're going to die later. I mean, That's hold right. on, where's my he hammer got it back. That's right, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it takes a while. Yeah. <laughs> Can it find another? Who's worthy? Yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because so Vision that... held it, too. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, since, since the axe is now Thor's primary weapon, maybe. No, so Mjolnir has a curse put on him by Odin. Basically says those who are worthy to wield it can. Okay. It doesn't belong to anybody, but Thor gotcha. right. is okay. obviously somebody who is worthy and repeatedly uses Mjolnir. Um, I guess he would be the owner of Mjolnir. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Easter eggs, callbacks to old movies. Feds, you got anything? Uh, nothing that hasn't been said yet. Really? 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 Did we we talked about the cheeseburgers line, right? Yeah. yeah. Cheeseburgers line fucked me up. The Cap and Bucky line fucked me up really bad. I, I, you know, don't do anything stupid. How could I? You're taking all the stupid with you. That one got me really bad. Um, I keep going with the idea of what fucked me up, and it's not always the right one. Um, because it's just my my um, reaction to go to that because this was such an emotionally draining movie. Um, some of the stuff that I saw in 1970s, uh, specifically the Michael Douglas scene, oh. uh, that stuff really interested me. The you original Ant Man helmet. Yeah, the original yeah. Ant Man helmet. That okay. definitely stood out to me. Uh, it kind of surprised me, honestly. Yeah, and it's kind of creepy. See, I didn't how that well. I haven't seen it. I didn't the first time, then I heard about it, and it, well, the second it, time I watched it, it's like right there. It is it's clear as day. Yeah, basically, Michael Douglas gets a prank. Michael Douglas, I gotta stop calling him that. Hank Pym gets a phone call from Captain America, and he's like, "Hey, there's a delivery upstairs for you. Some guys opened it up, and some bad shits going down, and he oh, scoots yeah. upstairs." One of the opening shots. Wait, that's not was, Michael Douglas, is it? It is. is it? Yeah. Yeah, he was Young aged. Michael Douglas. Okay. I mean, young, quote, unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my point, dude. The CGI de-aging Unbelievable. They do, it's so fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, he looks so... Well, did, they did that with Captain Marvel, too, with Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. Very true. Yep. Uh, they do a great job of it um, in the 22 day, and that's the other... That's, that's a pretty... Um, under the radar Easter egg when he's doing the messages to Pepper Potts when he's on the spaceship in the beginning of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day 21, up, uh, actually day 22, 22nd film, 21 part, you know. Oh, I didn't so, even think about that. Right? There's, there's a ton of things in the... And, uh, the, the, opening, the opening line for Hawkeye is a fucking Easter egg and it's like, uh, take aim, shit, don't worry about how you get there, study, draw, like basically just saying like we didn't know what we were going to start, what this was going to be ultimately. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, I remember but that one. you need to get started, you need to take aim and start. And yeah. That's what Iron Man was as a first movie. 
Um, and Iron Man at the end doing the monologue at like during the funeral, he was like, "Who knew that you know there was a whole universe oh, out here?" Yeah, there like, are so. Oh my god, so... it's like they're breaking the fourth wall. Oh my god, they do it a couple of different times. They're so... Those are my favorite Easter eggs from this are, movie. Yeah, um, I'm glad that we just brought it back around to have that be the Easter eggs line. But what I was trying to say was the CGI is so fucking creepy. Skinny Tony and the thin, haven't eaten for three and a half weeks, Tony. Like, I looked yeah. at him, and I was like, yo, this guy's going to die of starvation. Yeah, Holy yeah. Crap. That's like Christian Bale shit right there. Right? Oh, But Captain Marvel shows up to save the day. Um, there's a couple movies, or excuse me, there's a couple of um, problems, I guess, that people have latched onto throughout this movie. Common problems, and one of them is the use of Captain Marvel. Or lack thereof. Yeah. I, um, they I only use her when they, need to, when they write themselves into a corner a little bit. I kind of... I don't know, maybe it was just because of good promotion for Captain Marvel and stuff and the end of uh, Infinity War. I thought that Captain Marvel was going to play a bigger role yeah, me in too. the movie we than did, she did. You know? I mean, yeah, she had good parts. She came at the right moment, right. destroyed the ship and all that. But like, I thought she was going to be with the Avengers the entire movie. It makes. Yeah, I mean, they know? give her a completely valid reason as to why she can't be because she's yeah. on another planet dealing with earthquakes. Yeah, she's like not every other planet in the universe is is has fortunate you guys. enough to have the Avengers. That's true. I wonder if the writers directors hedged their bets on the popularity of Captain Marvel. I don't know. And they I... knew like it had you know a very fucking evident anti-feminist agenda against it when it had like a negative five on Rotten Tomatoes before the movie even fucking released because all yeah. these men were upset at the no, fact it's... that an MCU movie was going to be held by a woman. woman. That's not any of the kind of people I have to fucking deal with in the goddamn anime Twitter world. Not one goddamn bit. But do you think that maybe they were cautious and only used her and her overpowered superpowers to like get themselves out of some certain situations, give her a little bit of screen time, a couple scenes. Yeah. But um, I actually loved the way they used her, and I think it was very intentional to have this movie be more half, at least, a celebration of what they've accomplished over the last eleven years. And she's only had this one movie. I just, I don't think to have her has a bigger role. I don't think it would have been earned. And that's why I, you know, the her saving okay. Tony, I'm fine with that. It just feels like. It's it should have been someone bigger. Yeah. Also, too, I I had heard an interview with Brie Larson that Captain Marvel was filmed after Endgame. It was, yeah. So huh. I did not I, know I that. think that kind of goes in line I, with yeah. they just didn't probably know how big Captain Marvel was. Again, to me, I went to see Captain Marvel because of the last scene of Infinity War. Yep. Knowing that she was going to play an integral role in Endgame. Which didn't even happen. Which didn't even happen. So I said, I better see, you know, because, like, for example, I didn't see Ant-Man or Ant-Man and Wasp. So I didn't really know about the quantum, you know. So by at least seeing Captain Marvel, okay, I'm ready for the movie. Man, she's powerful. I know she's going to be a huge role in this movie. Yep. And then when we get to the surprises, we'll go in deeper. But it was like, oh. Okay, I guess she's not going to play the role that I thought she was. I was surprised. Again, too. okay, I'm cool with that. But yeah. I wonder if earlier drafts of the script had her character involved more often. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just think it's interesting that she basically shows up to move a spaceship uh, in the beginning. She yeah. shows up in a hologram scene uh, after the five year jump because On she's another been planet. working with the Avengers in that five year gap. 
Um, and then at the end, she shows up from another planet. And Rocket she- being like, what, are you going to get a new haircut? <laughs> <laughs> Please get a new haircut. Wow. Uh, I was like, oh shit, Rocket's going to get <laughs> I prefer, up. I prefer the long-haired Brie Larson, but I understand why they gave her the haircut. I mean, Carol Danvers is rocking that shit for a long time. Yeah, it's the comics look, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so shows up to move a spaceship she's in a hologram then she shows up to destroy a spaceship yeah catch a headbutt to the face yeah and not flinch which was one of my favorite like oh and like, <laughs> almost get the glove off too bringing it back to like when me being super audible in the theater like when Thanos headbutts Captain Marvel oh no I literally went <laughs> like the second time I watched it specifically like I waited for other people to like react to it and nobody did and I was like what the fuck that's so funny <laughs> oh that's how powerful she is I love Captain Marvel um and then Thanos takes the power stone out yeah and he, yeah oh that's that's God. like the only yeah. way he can do any that's the damage only way he can get rid of her yeah that's, that's the only how way he did any damage is. so like he goes to snap and she's like nope uh uh not today not today uh-huh today no, do you no, guys no. do you guys need beers is that what that is we got I'm I do full. now yeah. yeah all right let's let's grab beers all right so if, all right and we just got out of a pee break for those who aren't on the patreon you can go to patreon.com slash dragon ball super dope see how long we hang on to that one copyright infringement um let's talk about the future of the marvel cinematic universe i feel like there's obviously most of Phase 4 that we kind of know is going to happen. Like, the obvious things. We know Black Widow solo movie's coming out. We know Spider-Man 2 is coming out. Dude, we know Black Mysterio. Spider-Man 2 is actually the end of Phase 3. The end of the yeah. Phase 3. That's so right. It's yep. going to be dealing, I think, a lot with the idea of... Um, like, they go on, like, a... Judging by the trailer, they go on some kind of trip abroad, perhaps right. to Spain. I think they go to, like, Spain or Italy. Yeah. It's it's Italy, I believe. It's somewhere yeah, in Italy. Europe. But and based on the Funkos <laughs> that I've seen, um, and the tr- end of the trailer, Mysterio is in it, and yeah, Sam, Jake. Gyll- think- Have you seen the pre- preview with Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio? No, dude. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, it's come on, Brandon. Where's my phone? It's right there. I can't do it. Who else is on the Wi-Fi? Cast it. Look it up. YouTube. How have you seen it? I've only seen the one where he's like at the very end. Dude, he like busts off the fishbowl and shit, and he's like, "What's up? I'm no. Mysterio." Except he doesn't say what's that. What's up, like, I'm Mysterio. He's like, what's up, I'm Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I Obviously, if you cast me in a movie, I can't be wearing a fishbowl on my head the whole goddamn time. What would be the point of having Jake Gyllenhaal play the role? Is it the three-minute or the four-minute one? I don't know. It's probably like a two-minute one, but it's looped twice, maybe. Make sure you connect to the cast-to-office TV. What in the hell is going on on your cell phone right now, man? It's a trailer for a video game. Sounds like a trailer for death and destruction. It's not working. All right, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm about to revoke your phone privileges. Huh? Huh? What's up, dickwad? All right, so uh, coming back from the Patreon cut, we, we obviously know, now that we've watched the... Um, the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, we know some movies are going to be in MCU. That's technically the end of Phase 3, as you said. Um, but we know Black Widow's coming up, Black Panther 2, uh, Asgardians Guardians the Galaxy 3. three. Um, Wait, Asgardian 3. Asgardians, yeah. You oh, know, Asgardians. Thor's yeah, like... dicking around with them now. So That's hot. I think maybe it would be... Um, uh, sort of redundant for us to talk about the obvious shit that we know that's already been announced. So 
I do think that this movie does a good job at setting things up to uh, potentially. Uh, we fucking dropped the live stream because we hit an hour. My bad. Um, I think it would make sense for us to go through what we think this movie evidently tries to set up. Um, so, for example, Lady Avengers cut when they're like, there's no way she'll be able to do it. And then all the girls are like, she came with some help from us. And then it's like 10 Lady Avengers all at once, like heavily hints at the idea of maybe a Lady Avengers movie. Um, also, maybe a young Iron Man, Lad, Heart movie. Or I was going to say a Pepper Potts Iron Woman movie. I don't think we'd ever see a Pepper Potts exclusive. Like, I that think was she... kind of random that, oh, she got a suit for her birthday. She puts it on. Oh, now she's Iron Woman. Like, it was like, oh, hey, that was a storyline. Pre- yeah. yeah. It's rescue. Um, there's precedent for her putting it on in the comics. So what I like about this movie is what you guys just said was like, when the fuck did she have time to do that? Basically, yeah, yeah. is when the hell did she have time to figure out what an Iron Man suit was? Um, or like how to particularly use one properly. Yeah. There's a big five-year gap where anything could happen. She could have fucked around with some Tony Stark armor, and then he was like, oh, all right, let me get her her own. Kinky. Yeah, it's always kinks with you. Um, So with that said, any kind of um, MCU movies that they sort of hinted at that maybe you want to see happen? Uh, Colin, we'll start with you. Well, it wasn't hinted during the movie at any point, but we did have that deal with Fox where they acquired the rights to X-Men. So there will be a movie with them at some point. Again, no hint whatsoever. Yeah. Maybe, maybe another try at Fantastic Four. I don't know. Dark Dark Phoenix was made before. Yeah, that. As far as I know, that that's going to be the last X Men movie before they're in entered. Which their own like, they cross over their own crossover essentially. Already. Yeah. Um, I can't wait until the X-Men come into, cause growing up, I said it, I think a couple of weeks back, um, growing up for me as a Marvel fan in the nineties, for me, it was Spider-Man and the X-Men. And a lot of that had to do with the way in which I was consuming them by medium of cartoons. Yeah. Those, yeah, being, yeah. those were the two hottest cartoons. Those were fucking not only hot, but they were good, man. Oh, those, yeah. those, both of those cartoons still hold fucking up. Fucking Craven, Morbius, um, the fucking the Spider-Man Secret one, Six. Spider-Man was good. The X-Men one is really, really yeah, good. Yeah, it was. Um, Spider-Man one was a little bit uh, more a little kidified than the X-Men one was. The X-Men one was like an adult fucking cartoon on in the yeah. morning yeah, on yeah, Saturday yeah. mornings. It was ridiculous how well written that show was. Um, so to have them come into the MCU in the future, I'm very excited about it. The one hint that I did kind of see or hear um, in that scene where Scarlet Witch is, not Scarlet Witch, fuck, I always do that because Scarlet Johansson, Black Widow. Yeah. Oh, I do that every time. I do that yeah. all the goddamn time. Um, that scene where Black Widow's checking in with the other Avengers, you know, yeah, all throughout yeah. the holograms, they talk about an underwater earthquake yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. How do we deal yeah. with it? That's, we that's don't deal with it. What's his? Um, it's Namor. That's it. Namor yep, the yep. Submariner. Yeah. Uh, almost one hundred percent. Black Panther two. That's and happening. I'm almost. Yeah. I'm almost sure that he gets lumped in with the Fantastic Four mm. as a he does, character. Yeah. Okay. So, Submariner, Silver Surfer. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh. <sighs> isn't, cool. With that isn't one. Thanos like Fantastic Four originally? Or am I, who am I thinking think of? So who? Oh no, G- Galactica. Galactus. 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 I'm thinking of Galactus. Be, yeah. yeah, he's definitely grouped in with that. 
Yeah, um, yeah so much yeah. to the point where that's where Silver Surfer wasn't comes that into last play. abortion of a Fantastic Four movie about Galactus and the Silver yeah. Surfer. I didn't even see it. The rise of the Silver Surfer. Right? That was the second original Fantastic. So Four not movie. the reboot. So that was not when the Chris reboot. Chris Evans yeah. was Johnny Storm then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And what, uh, what a fuck show. Jessica Alba. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another sequel that wasn't hinted at all, but is definitely happening: Doctor Strange Two. Yes, that's right. For sure, there is another Doctor Strange. Um, so was there any other one? I mean, was there any Young Avengers? I think is heavily hinted throughout. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it could yeah. definitely happen. Um, way down the line. So I don't even think it could be that far down the line. And there's, there's... So yeah, that's where the conversation butts out, fucks off. Isn't that unfortunate? I mean, to be fair, we only had like another ten to fifteen minutes, but we really shine in that last ten to fifteen. Um, the one thing I really wanted to um, touch upon without basically which I touched on in the last 10 minutes like I didn't have the opportunity to touch on now because the sounds fucked uh, basically we we ran out of storage uh, mid recording so it's okay I fixed it but blah. Um, so that all being said I think this whole Captain America thing I think it lays the groundwork for Chris Evans to be able to come back and say, I don't know, five, ten, probably ten years, and be like, man, I could just make that one more Captain America movie. He can do that now in this alternate timeline where he's just off living a life with Peggy Carter. I want to see a 1960s Avengers team in this alternate timeline uh, made up of uh, Cap, uh, probably Howard Stark, um, Hank Pym, uh, Janet Van Dyne, uh, and whatever he, I call her, Haley Atwell, Peggy Carter, uh, whatever the heck, you know, Peggy Carter can play in her role with Captain America without whatever revealing to the world that he's still there. Uh, you could also, because you know that the, um, the Tesseract is at uh, Camp Lehigh in Jersey in 1970, you also have access to the Tesseract, which I know doesn't sound like a huge fucking deal, right? Except that you could use it to erase people's minds just like Captain America did you Captain America in this movie we just saw um, so I only say that because Thor is thousands of years old you could real, you could realistically bring Thor into a situation where he interacts with a 19, Captain America in the 1960s and if you have to like make sure that Thor doesn't uh, re- remember it or whatever make sure the snap still happens or you know on the contrary maybe it's just a completely different thing and, and Thor meets Captain America in the 60s instead of when he comes out of the ice in 2012 either way having the Tesseract allows you to wipe people's memories so you could wipe his memory if uh, if Thor were to come in contact with an early uh, 1960s version of Cap or Bucky Barnes, uh, Bucky Barnes being in the uh, or being you know basically on the bench for Hydra whenever they need to uh, wake him up to go do some murdering. Bucky, uh, Captain America knows that Bucky's being held captive. If there ever were to arise, a situ- uh, if a situation were to ever arise, if a situation were to ever arise where Captain America knows that he needs Bucky, he knows that he needs to interfere, even though he can't really, shouldn't really be fucking with the timeline, whatever. However, they decide, and I'm interested to see how, uh, you know, this multiverse thing that has been hinted or not hinted, but said <laughs> pretty directly um, in the new Spider-Man trailer. Um, I'm interested to see, you know, if it's, I don't know, are we ever going to get an explanation as to what happened with Captain America? Are they going to leave it sort of ambiguous for a while? My point is, I want to see that 1960s Avengers team. 
one cap. You can you have access to Bucky and Thor, and then you can wipe their memory afterwards immediately if you need to like try to keep things in the timeline intact or whatever. Michael Douglas is my only hole in that theory because by the time they make that film, Michael Douglas will be like, if it's five years from now, he'll be like eighty. <laughs> if it's ten years from now, um, you know, between eighty-five and ninety, I forget exactly how old he is, but can't imagine Michael Douglas uh, doing even with all the CGI in the world. I can't imagine Michael Douglas uh, being up for a large role in that film. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. People in the suit, um, the the 1960s Ant-Man helmet doesn't really lend itself to uh, the anonymity of uh, someone else being in the suit for Michael Douglas. Um, you know, the open part of in the middle is very much exposed, unlike Scott Lang's, where it's basically a helmet. It could be, you know, more or less anybody in there. Um, I don't know. I'm interested to see uh, if Evans ever does come back as Captain America, uh, what way they, they utilize him. Um, so, yeah, other than that, we, we went on to talk about, like, biggest disappointments, I think. And uh, what was that? Um, not big, Was it biggest disappointments? No, I think it was biggest surprises. And everybody was like, oh, shit, Cap pulled him Mjolnir. That was wild. And I think the other biggest surprise is that nobody thought Cap would, you know, go and do what he did. I think everyone thought he was going to definitely bite it. But I will wrap it here for now. Uh, if you haven't gone to check out the Patreon, we're going to try to do a free episode every Wednesday. Uh, this week, the the fabled uh, Lost Billiam episode of Super Dope Plus Ultra is up for you to check out. 90 minutes of a fuck show. So if you uh, didn't get your fill by this uh, unfortunately abbreviated episode, um, go check that one out. Super Dope. What the fuck is it? Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. All right. Talk to you all later. Peace.